Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Bastian and Chloe spent their summer vacation at the family's lake house, Lake Cabin in Quebec. Despite their gap in age, two teenagers form a singular bond, ready to overcome their worst fears to earn a place in Chloe's heart. The holiday becomes turbulent and a pivotal moment for this young boy. And there's much, much more to this film than what I've just laid out. The film is called Falcon Lake. We're joined today by the director as well as the writer and executive producer of the film. And that would be Charlotte Lebon. Charlotte, welcome to Film School Radio. Thank you. This film has such a measured approach to the storytelling in a way that allows us an opportunity to get to know the characters, to get to understand the context, but also teasingly to understand a kind of mythology that is that envelops kind of the story itself. What inspired this? It's a very loose adaptation of a graphic novel called Une Sœur. In the graphic novels, there there is no ghost. There is no uh, there's no ghost legend. There's no strangeness. Uh, this melancholic vibe is not existent in the graphic novels. Well, and in the beginning, uh, when I decided to adapt it, I didn't know exactly why I wanted to adapt this specific story. I just knew that I wanted to do a feature. I was just coming out of my short movie and I really wanted to take it to the next step. And and this graphic graphic novel arrived and I saw it and it was like, I think there's something to do with it. And and I started writing. And in the beginning it was uh, very loyal to the graphic novel and it wasn't really my story. And we couldn't raise money for it. And it was really difficult. And it's really from the moment uh, that I closed the graphic novel, put it away, and then started to fill it with my own experiences, my own humiliations, my own fears, um, and also to fill it with elements that I love, which is the genre movies, that the story really revealed itself. And we really founded the heart of what we wanted to tell. This film, as I said, there is uh, the film pace, the the way you tell the story, the very uh, measured and way in which you tell the story allows us, allows me as a member of the audience, to begin to fill in around the margins of what I'm watching with my own either interpretation and or expectations about these characters. And you have, a, I think you did a masterful job of giving us enough information for us to be able to do that, but also to fill it in those spaces as the film moves forward with just a richer and more accomplished kind of um, feel for what you were, I believe you were trying to, to achieve here, which is not easy telling a kind of coming of age story about two teens discovering life, discovering each other. But also in the background, we have this, as I mentioned, but mythology of the lake itself. And and the lake itself is another character, obviously, in the film. It's a very, very much alive in the film. Yeah. Um, was that any part of the novel or is that something that you came upon yourself? No, the novel take, takes place in the, um, around the sea. 
which I think is not the same energy at all. Uh, And I I grew up around lakes. All my teenagehood were spent here and in the area where we shot. And and I think there's this quality here in our landscapes um, that I thought was just perfect for the mythology that you're talking about. Because in in the surface, when you're on a sunny day, there's something really, really beautiful. And, And when the sun hits the water, it's blue and it's filled with little sparkling diamonds. And it's you're so attracted to it, like you almost want to eat it. But underneath, it's very dark water. Uh, you never see the bottom. You never know what's going to happen. You never know if something's going to come from the bottom and 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 take your feet with his mouth. You know, there's there's this strangeness and there's mysteriousness that I thought was just perfect to to use in order to reflect what's what is happening inside Bastien's and and Chloe's characters because because they're attracted to something that is so scary. Yeah. But but they're still so so attracted and it's stronger than them but but it's the first time for both of them so um and i just remember my my teenagehood to be like that as well i mean i was scared all the time and i remember when i fall in, fell in love for the first time i was just completely filled with fears and and at the same time i was just transported with with euphoria so um so it's all about I think I was really trying to create those those contrasts and this this balance between light and darkness, which I think just defines life in yeah. itself. There are a number of characters who aid you in pushing the story forward, the families as they go to the lake, sort of vacation at the lake, and then the the friends of Chloe, the the boy that she may or may not be involved with to whatever degree that is other case but it is these two wonderful actors these two characters that you developed but i just cannot say enough about sarah montpetit as chloe and then bestien played by joseph engel and they're both just remarkable i i i feel awkward to point one over the other in terms of their performance uh, but what struck me and i'll just go with joseph engel to start with how comfortable he seemed not only as the character but in front of a camera he he feels completely at ease watching Mm -hmm. him yeah yeah, you're completely right i mean joseph i mean they're two very different uh actors uh joseph as this uh before falcon lake he did um two other small parts in um in french movies and uh and this was his third part but it was the first time that he was being the main character and but there's just this quality to him that he's just he's so natural nothing sounds fake in his mouth and and I think it it really is a gift he's gifted in that way but it also comes with this sort of confidence where sometimes he arrived on set and he didn't know his lines for instance and he was like, no, I'm good. I'm, you know, whatever I'm going to say, it's going to sound great. So like, and, and sometimes that, that wasn't okay for certain scenes. <laughs> uh, sometimes it was okay. Cause there was a improvisation and stuff like that, but there was some scenes that like needed to be, you know, very, very precise. And, uh, but he's, he's very gifted. And also what I really like about uh, Joseph is that he's not afraid to, show his vulnerability which yes. i think is really rare yeah. uh when you're a teenager because you're in this specific time in your of your life where you're just like you're building that shield around you 
And I don't know if it was like he was the perfect age at that moment, but he it, he he just and I remember him. I remember hearing him during uh, during press tour that he said that vulnerability was cool and being sensitive was cool. And I thought it was just like the best way to describe it. And as for Saha, Saha is is more like she would always knew her lines. Uh, she was always proposing something, and there was this kind of like um, she's she's like Joseph. It doesn't talk a lot, and he's pretty silent. And Saha would talk a lot and 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 propose a lot of things with a lot of energy, which I thought sometimes worked in some scenes, and sometimes it didn't. Uh, but it was it just created this very interesting duo and very contrasted duo that I thought brought balance to the story as well because they're really different but at the same time they connect into something that is really rare because both both of them are really beautiful people I feel and very intelligent and they were able to portray uh, emotions and things in in silences and I think you need to be really intelligent to do that so yeah, I guess I was just very lucky. Absolutely. I could not agree more. And it is those silences. It is that in the moments when they're beginning to become more and more familiar with one another, more and more intimate, that those silence and those awkward silences, there's a number, there's scenes in the film that are for, for them, for Bastien, his first time doing any being in, in that situation. And it just plays out together. They play out as a very cohesive and a wonderful centerpiece of the film. Yeah, they're really the heart of the story. They are. Yeah. I want to remind our listeners that we're speaking with Charlotte LeBon. She is the director and executive producer and writer of this terrific film called Falcon Lake. And it is premiering here in the United States. And if you're listening to us in New York City, which I hope you are, It will be this Friday, June 2nd, at the uh, Metrograph Theater. Great place to go and see a film, as well as you'll be there for some Q&As, along with um, Sahar um, uh, Montpetit, who will be there as well for a QA and a after the 845 screening. And undoubtedly, this will be rolling out across the country, so be looking for Falcon Lake. The look of the film, it's such a wonderful opportunity to integrate kind of the humanity as well as just the natural beauty of it, which I thought you did a masterful job. Uh, let's talk briefly about the look and what you were going for, because there's also some menace in there, as you described earlier. Yes. I mean, for me, it was an evidence since the beginning that I wanted to shoot in film. Uh, so we shot in, in super 16 uh, millimeters. It was important because it is a movie about sensuality, about the arousing of of sexual desire, and it's taking place in the summer. And I think there's something with film that is just, you can't recreate it in digital because I feel like the light shines differently. The the skin textures uh, feels differently. Um, The grain in general, the 16 millimeters, just, just creates this very nostalgic an organic vibe uh, that I feel is just not possible in digital. And also the colors, which I thought were really, really important because there was a lot of references in the in the thing that I built it when, when we started working on a movie. There's a lot of paintings 
because I come from visual arts. So it was really important for me to find that that color range in the greens, in, in the blacks, in all the shininess and the way that lights would be kind of like, uh, we say bavé, uh, when it kind of, uh, bavé is like drool, <laughs> but I don't know if it's the right word. But you know, when lights is just like, like uh-huh. melting a little bit. And, and, uh, and also what I really liked about, about shooting in film and that it, uh, it brings discipline on set because you have physical material to respect. So you can't be in a, in a state of mind where you're just like shooting again and again and again and again and doing so many different shots because we were limited by time and we were limited in money. So we needed to be precise. And, um, and I really like that. I think it's a wonderful exercise for, for creativity. Absolutely, absolutely right. Uh, just to mention the cinematographer Christoph Brundle. Um, uh, well, congratulations again on this wonderful film, Falcon Lake. Your debut feature film. You've done some shorts, and you're uh, an accomplished actress. You worked with people like Michelle Gondry, Lasse Hallstrom, and many, many other wonderful film directors. And Next time we have a conversation, I'd love to talk to you about uh, working with all these wonderful directors. But we are out of time, and Thank you so very much, Charlotte LeBon, for your work here on Falcon Lake, and I look forward to more. Thank you. So much. Thank you. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.